This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader this station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hello, self-care clubbers, and welcome to a very, very special episode of Self-Care Club Wellness Road Tested. This is our hundredth episode. To celebrate having reached this incredible milestone of 100 episodes, we are going to take a look back on some of your favourite shows and moments. Thank you for writing into us, being a part of this huge milestone with us. After all, you guys, our wonderful listeners, are the reason we make this show and your enthusiasm is what's helped to build it into what it is. So thank you so much. Thank you, really, from the bottom of our hearts because we wouldn't be here without you guys loving it and giving us all of your input. So, let's begin with what shows you voted as your favourite all-time episodes. We had such an incredible response and so many of the practices were mentioned. So what we did was we counted all the votes up and here are the top three shows as voted for by you. In at number three, your favourite show of all time is... Salt Caves! You look really surprised. I am really surprised. Why? It was a very funny show. I know. I just didn't think it would be one of the favourites. So a salt cave is exactly as it's described. Nicole and I spent an afternoon sitting in a cave made purely of Himalayan rock salt. And here is how it went down. You might be asked to leave your phone outside. <laughs> you might be asked to leave if You're, you go you might naked. Be asked to... <laughs> if you'd undress, you might be asked to vacate the premises. <laughs> I sat behind Kenny Reeves once on the way back from LA. You just said that as if we all knew. Let me tell you this story. Let me tell you what happened. Sitting on the plane, upstairs, minding my own business with a magazine, in walks this very tall, lumbering fellow, looks like he needs a good wash, sits down in front of me. Oh, it's Keanu Reeves. Anyway, sat in front of me. Was he still handsome? He was wearing a beanie and an overcoat. How dare he? (laughs) And he ordered the salmon teriyaki noodles. I then ordered the salmon teriyaki noodles. And to copy him or because you No, because that was what I fancied. And the air hostess said, I'm terribly sorry. Terribly sorry, madam, but the last one's just gone. And I thought, fuck you, Keanu. You've taken the last... Never mind, so I ordered something else. Anyway, then what happens is he pulls the beanie over his eyes, sleeps for the next nine hours, doesn't even eat the salmon noodles, (laughs) and I didn't get them. Why didn't you just take them when he was asleep? I say, I'm still broigus about it. I can see. Like a decade on. I can see. Two days later, I'm in Soho, I'm walking down the street. Who's walking in front of me? Keanu. No yes. way. No. Yes. Tell me yes. you pulled I him up. I nearly on. tapped him on the shoulder and said, Oi, mate, <laughs> you, you didn't sp- even eat the noodles. <laughs> Please, put your knickers back on. <laughs> this is a salt cave, not a nudist beach. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Carry on. I'm trying. This is a great opportunity for a mini digital, digital decon. I can't do it. It was a lovely afternoon, wasn't it? It was really nice. We had a great time. And one of our listeners this week, I saw messaged us on Instagram to say that she was spending her Sunday in a salt cave. She'd wanted to do it for ages and she'd listened to our show and decided she was (gasps) going to book it. 
Oh, how lovely. I know. We have to check back in with her and see how she yeah. found it. In at number two, we have joint runner-ups, mm. actually, with three shows all oh. taking the number two spot. We have tree hugging, menstrual cups and vaginal steaming. And here is a reminder of the best bits from those shows. Experts have... Let's be honest, we really need to steam our vaginas. Let's not jump the gun. We have to explore all the avenues before we can conclude the episode. Oh, I've explored, Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) It's all I've been fucking doing all week is exploring. (laughs) I really enjoyed talking to a tree. I don't think that you can say I've had a child and therefore I need a menstrual cup the size of like a Tesco plastic bag. <laughs> okay. Right. Are we right? <laughs> I had a different conversation with my husband. I after I did it that evening I said, you know, because what's one got to talk about when you've both been home all, all day, day long yeah. seeing each other every minute of the day? So I said, "Oh, guess what? I steamed my vagina this afternoon." <laughs> and he said, Oh, muzzle talk. <laughs> and in at number one with the most votes, Self Care Club's most loved show is Stop Saying Sorry. And here are some of the best bits. I actually can't think of any woman who hasn't at some point during the labour said sorry to me for something. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, isn't but that, it? And that's, it's just not, that's not just confined, as we're finding out here, that's not just confined to pregnant women. It's it's something that is happening no. with women. So I park my car, I go back into the woods, and I'm walking and walking, and I cannot find my phone. Mm. Um, and then a woman stopped me. She obviously saw me looking. She said, are you okay? And I said, well, I've actually lost my phone. Anyway, this mm. woman was so amazing, mm. and I was so itching to say I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I'm so sorry to this woman yeah yeah I really stopped myself and I kept saying thank you just thank you so much for helping me I can't tell you how much I appreciate it this is such a kind act thank you and it did feel so much better because it is a much more gratifying thing to bring than sorry so I've got a little game for you, Ooh, Lauren. Game. I haven't done a game Ooh, in a long time. Our games game. to go terribly. They go terribly badly, <laughs> and our quizzes. <laughs> Come on, then. Now, that show, Yeah, you were quite surprised that that was the most loved show. I was really surprised. Because? I didn't think it was such a huge subject for women, but obviously it is. It resonated with a lot of people. I mean, I still use some of the tips that we brought into that show. And no, it wasn't our most funny show. Mm. But actually, in terms of uh, transforming something that you might be struggling with, mm. <laughs> not to blow my own trumpet, but I thought it was absolutely great. <laughs> <laughs> I really, you really like that I show. still carry that with me. I still don't apologise if I haven't texted someone back. Mm. I still don't open up with, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. And I will always use now, thank you so much for waiting. Mm. I'm much more aware of not overusing sorry and kind of excusing myself. I wonder if also because we are British and it's a UK show, apologising is such a British disease, isn't it? Like someone bumps into you and you say sorry. So I wonder if that kind of has exacerbated it because we're so hyper aware of how much we say sorry all the time. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. It's very Mm. cultural, which Mm. we said in the show. Are you still using any of that? Is it you still aware of it? I'm still aware that I'm a bit of an over-apologizer, yet also someone who finds it quite hard to apologize. 
in when I need to. Mm. Mm. Well, we're still going to do a show on that. Yeah, we're going to do a show on a heartfelt apology. Yes. How to apologise properly when you need to. Yes, yeah. because it's a very brave, difficult thing to do. Yeah, and it's a skill, a learned skill. And it is a skill. Mm. So it is interesting that I think what you've just summed up is something that a lot of people would struggle with, mm. both ends of it. So those are your favourite shows. Thank you so much for all your votes and thank you for being a part of it. But what about ours, Laura? Yeah, what about us? Well, we thought we could just take a few moments and share some of our favourite bits since we began the show. We have to start with the Self Care Club album. I our mean, album. we loved <laughs> the album. Um, yeah, so a band called Drop Pink went ahead and actually recorded us our much-talked-about fictional album. So we should talk about how how that came about. It all started with Puzzle Club. Um, I've gone back to my puzzles. Do not take the piss. I didn't know where to puzzle mention this club, or not. Puzzle Club. <laughs> Nicole's gone back to Puzzle Club. <laughs> oh, fucking God. How long have you been sitting on that song? <laughs> I literally just made it up just this second. <laughs> well, fuck you. I have gone back to Puzzle Club. And I, I, and I am loud and proud. I, woman, hear me roar, let me tell you. And then... Yeah. It went on to don't ignore your pelvic floor. This is not an excuse to totally ignore your pelvic floor. Ignore your pelvic floor. That could be your next song. Don't ignore your <laughs> pelvic floor. I feel like that's more of a rap. Well, I think maybe <laughs> you could compose that song because you've got nothing else to do. I feel like it's more of a ballad. Don't ignore your pelvic floor unless you want to wee more. That sort of thing. Like a sort of shanty. Sea shanties are very in at the moment. There you go. It's already done. Oh, it's absolutely ballad brilliant. of the pelvic floor. And of course, who could forget? Traygate. <laughs> If you don't happen to have a metal tray, you could use a metal baking tin or baking sheet. Do you have those? You know that you put shit in like the oven. Like a baking on? tray. A baking tray. I have yeah, a baking a tray. Baking I have a okay, baking right. tray. Go to bed in the afternoon with a metal spoon <laughs> and a metal and my baking tray. Metal trays that I inherited Fucky from hell. my grandmother. <laughs> you just ruined my science. Professor I mean, Chris Whitty. I'm sorry, I think it's really weird that a 43-year-old woman has five metal trays and she puts her cup of tea and her teapot on it and uses them daily. I think that's a bit strange. I have not ever used a tray in my entire life. You know, Professor Chris Whitty does not have to put up with this shit when he's giving his <laughs> science. <laughs> and now, that's where it all began. Yeah. Here was the final album as recorded and written by Lauren Mishcon and Drop Pink. Puzzle Club, Puzzle Club, I know the benefits of Puzzle Club, I know the science of Puzzle Club. 
Let me break it down into puzzle pieces. Every time I find one, my love increases. Start on the outside, work your way in. I'm a puzzle master, you don't know where I've been. 500 pieces, do I look like a baby? I'll start with at least 2,000, maybe. Puzzle on the floor, puzzle in the pub. Everywhere's a puzzle when you're in Puzzle Club. So that was kind of an iconic part of Self Care Club in the last hundred episodes, wasn't it? It brought me such joy. Well, you surprised me. Joy, I did with that album, and also I couldn't tell you for about a week, and the not telling you was killing me because I was so excited to play it to you and I knew you were going to love it and I just <laughs> it was the most fun we were in the midst of lockdown yeah, weren't we, were. we? It, it was an awful time it was an awful time yeah. and what a gift those guys I cannot believe that they took the time out to record our crappy stupid <laughs> album and they actually made it sound so great so great so great thank you guys so a couple of my favourite yeah. moments. Can I tell you what mine were? Yes. One of them that just, it still makes me laugh to this day yeah. was thinking about you trying out your pelvic floor trainer yeah. in your bedroom yeah. and the internet guy comes in mm. to test out the speed <laughs> of your internet. And here is how it went down. I took it to my bedroom to be a more appropriate parent. And then on Saturday... <laughs> only took you... It took you four it took days. me a week. Yeah. And then on the Saturday morning, I was trying it in my own bedroom. I was fully dressed. And then, yeah, Ollie came up with the broadband man and a... Zzz, zzz, and I just sort of... <laughs> yes, I feel... <laughs> yes, the, the broadband speed is fine. up like that. that. That was... That was Saturday. No, that's too much. Another favourite part of mine, mm. and actually some of the listeners' favourite part, well, this got mentioned a few times, mm. was your absolutely brilliant comment on Couch to 5K mm-hmm. when we were trying it out in January, in the midst of the snow and the ice in January. And it was your idea, but you absolutely hated Couch to 5K. Yes, I did. Didn't you? Yeah. Still haven't finished it. And here is what you said. I also said we cut, we start, we had very different starting points. Yeah, I said, don't compare yourself to me. I'm not going to compare myself to you. We're coming from very different places. That kind of got your goat back, your back up as well, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, but you, sorry, you don't want to be comparing yourself to me. I'm the couch. You're the five k. <laughs> <laughs> and I just loved it. I just, it's just, uh, it was just absolutely it, so you, so brilliant, so funny. Yeah. The other bit that really tickled you is when we did that week of getting dressed, which, by the way, was such a great week. I was listening back to that show the other day and I know you struggled because it was very hot that week. 
and you didn't like getting in all the outfits. But it was such a fun week. It was a fun to week. do. But to give it a little bit of background, we were in lockdown. We were in deepest lockdown where lockdown like, one lockdown one where everyone just wore a tracksuit and yeah. you did not leave the house yeah and it was really i mean awful. even yeah. going down to your local supermarket oh, that was a big deal it was a big thing i wasn't even doing that no because yeah. you had to queue outside and everything going to the post office anything that you needed to get done it was a big outing yeah so getting dressed dressed up just was not a thing no, was it? but we did it every day for a week. That was one of our earliest episodes. Yeah. Jewellery, dresses, like the full shebang yeah. in deepest lockdown. Yeah, and the, I mean, the bit of you when, was it a Sunday afternoon? Well, let's just play it. Okay. So we sat down for lunch and I couldn't take it anymore. I said, guys, I am dressed like I am ready for a disco <laughs> at some tropical Copacabana bar. Why? Have none of you noticed what I'm wearing? I promised myself right. I wasn't going to laugh in this podcast. And right. I think I just... No reaction, it. no reaction. <laughs> then, interestingly, half an hour later, I was hanging up laundry in the laundry room. Still in the outfit. Again. Again. Still in the outfit. Did you still have the hoops on? Yes, I bloody you, did. I'm so right. proud of you. My husband came in to the laundry room, pushed me up against a wall and, you know, went for it. Gave me a whole snog session in the laundry room. Anyway, for the sake of the podcast, I pushed him off me and said, why are you kissing me? Is it because you like my outfit? (laughs) Do we care? Yes. I mean, there's a moment of passion in what, a 20-year marriage? It was a real moment of passion. But I had to know for the sake of research. What did he say? He was like, "Um, I don't know. And I said, no, no, stop kissing me and answer the question. If I was in my tracksuit right now, would you want to be doing this? And he went, hmm, maybe not. And I thought, wow, it's it's worked. <laughs> and one of my favourite bits, I don't know why it is still my favourite bit, but it's just my favourite bit. <laughs> I is, know what you're going to say. It's when we went to goat yoga. We we did a, a four hour round trip to Ipswich yeah. on a Sunday morning. And you came with to no practice food. goat yoga. And I came with no food. But, well, why would I don't understand? But, How, well, you, were you not panicked about your tummy? No, but you resolved that problem <laughs> for me. This is what happened. So my favourite thing about today is that both Nicole and I have brought not only a change of clothes, but also that Nicole has made a fat lunch of <laughs> <laughs> smoked salmon sandwiches in case we get hungry in the car. I don't know. So I'm actually really looking forward to my pat lunch and (laughs) after the yoga and being shut on by a goat. Happy Sunday. Before we get on to our most listened shows of all time, I actually have something for you. Do you? I do. What is it? I've bought you a present. No. I have. Oh, I'm so excited. It's to say thank you for such a hundred... Oh my God, she actually has bought me a present. I've bought you a present. A hundred episodes we've done yeah, together. Now let's just give this a little bit of history. Yeah. Because for people that are new to listening to us, yeah. we, Lauren and I only met just before we started this show. Yeah. So we have really gotten to know each other through this podcast. We have. Haven't we? Yeah. And a lot of people that listen to this assume that we have actually been friends for many, many, many years. Yes. And I think that's real credit to you and I and how strong our relationship has become 
in this very short period we of time. We have done a lot together. <laughs> we have. We've we have done we've done a lot a, together. A lot of a lot things, of weird sort of weird shit. Weird shit together that I have yeah. not done with any other friend and probably no. never will no. do with any other friend. No. Um and I guess that this yeah. is just a thank you for being oh so God, cool so, and such a lovely... Am I opening it now while we're recording? Yeah, why not? Okay. And being such a lovely business partner and being so easy oh, to work with because you. you have been so easy. Tell that to my husband. He probably won't agree. <laughs> so that's for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Very much. So should we talk about our most listened to shows of all time? Yes. Yes. Do you want to take a guess? I haven't got a clue, but I think the ones I think they are are just not going to be the ones that they are. <laughs> well, what do you think they are? I mean, I think they'd be like the ones that I think people would find the most unusual that they would want to test out that they hadn't really thought about before. Like the steaming one. Like steaming your vag or doing a juice cleanse or something like that. But yeah. It's not going to be those, is it? No. No. It's not. So in at number three yes. is... Yes. Drum roll. Sleep hygiene. Ah, well, sleep is a big issue for a lot of people. It is. Yeah. Although I was quite surprised. And I didn't, we didn't love doing that show, did we? We both kind of kicked it to the curb in the end. Yeah, but I I learnt quite a lot. And when I do that self-sabotaging, refusing to put myself to bed thing, I know, I know I'm doing it now. Yes, but do you stop doing it? No, because I'm doing it this week. I have been doing it for about a week and I'm so hyper aware because of the podcast that we did. But it hasn't changed anything. It's changed my awareness. I've just not my guilt. behavior. Just guilt now around I just, it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In at number two, yep. we have... Yeah. And I absolutely loved this week. Mm. It's one of my favourite weeks, actually, mm. was intuitive eating. Yes. And yes. if you haven't heard that show, it's all about, it's like the antichrist of diet culture and diet messaging. And we had the incredible Evelyn Tribley on, yes. who was the founder of intuitive eating. She was so inspirational. Um, and it was an incredible week. It was a brilliant week, actually. And and again, I suppose that some diet culture and eating and all the rest of it is such a huge subject for women. So I'm not surprised. And yes, our most listened to show yeah. of all time on the Self Care Club is mm-hmm. Self Love. How appropriate and lovely, isn't it? Shall we play some of the best bits? Let's do it. So I think it's fair to say that how we speak to ourselves is going to impact our physical well-being and, of course, our mental and emotional well-being. It can't not, right? It, it can't not. And I think it, it either creates a well life or a unwell life. I didn't do the journaling. Me neither. <gasps> I'm so happy! <laughs> oh, thank God. I thought you were going to tell me off. I have read all the instructions, but I cannot buckle down and do this. Not because I hate myself and I cannot bear to write good things about myself, but because I can't get into the headspace of this not being a multi-layered cheese vest. It's avoidance. It's avoidance into stepping into the things that are really true about yourself, which people find difficult because the minute you say it what does that say about you you know how will someone Mm. read me if I sit here and say that I am intelligent and I am funny and I am all all of these things but I do know who I am and I am really proud of who I am 
And I might not like certain things that I do, but my intention is always good and my heart is always pure. And I always try and come from a place of compassion and kindness. And actually, that's something I'm really proud of. And this week has given me a lovely reminder of, of who I am, which is what the whole practice of self-love is about. So how is our club looking after 100 episodes? We have this imaginary club that we talk about like it's a real place, even though obviously it's a fictional place. It will be a real place. Yeah. But we, we've we got some lovely celebs in the VIP area of the self-care club. We do. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We've got Joe Wicks. He came in early doors. First episode. He's still there. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon? Yeah. Because I reckon he's a bit busy. Because I also saw him at Wimbledon the other day. I <laughs> oh, did you? <laughs> yeah. He says hi. Oh, thanks. <laughs> he was all suited and booted. Who else is in? Claire Balding. Oh, she's got to be. I mean, she features quite a lot. I club. really would love to get Claire Balding on this show. I want to go rambling with her. I, I want to do the dog podcast with her. I know. I want to just chat to her. I know. Do I want, want to all walk with her. You want to do a lot with Claire Balding. I want a tree hug with her. Oh. If I could give you any gift. Yeah. Which obviously my gift to you today was not Claire Balding. If if you'd wrapped her in a bag, I'd be a little worried for her. (laughs) It's not. She's not in that bag. Okay. I'm going to do my best to try and get Claire Balding on this show. That would be amazing. And then we each chose three celebrities to come in the club, didn't we? We had a bit of a debate over that. And the viewers also voted about the the celebs that they wanted to come in. Yeah, it was a serious debate. So who did we end up with in the end? We settled on, well, mine were Lisa Rinna from Real Housewives. She is just owning it. The best fun. Um, Glennon Doyle. Mm. I know that you're probably going to turn your nose up, Mm. but I do love her. Yeah. And Dan Levy, because I am so obsessed with him and his voice and everything about him. And I just want to sit there and be his best friend forever. Yeah. And I ended up with the four guys from Queer Eye, but we agreed they were a gang. They came as one. 100%. Okay, so that's okay. Nigella, because I just love everything about her. And she can make us food. She can do whatever she likes. Do you reckon she'll keep me plant-based? Yeah. She uses a lot of butter and cream. But she always gives vegan alternatives. Oh, nowadays. does she? Yeah. Oh, she does. She does. She's very with the times. And Barbara Streisand. Oh, Bob. There were a lot of dead people that I wanted in the club that I wasn't. No, you're in. not having. You're not having dead people in the club. I know it's a shame they had Joan Rivers, Jackie Collins. Well, let's talk about what else is in the club. Yeah. So there is a corner with a palmist and yes. an oracle reader yes. that yep. week that we did palmistry. Mm-hmm. We have a lovely garden outside. Oh, yeah. We're going to ha- bring in some baby goats yes. for the occasional goat yoga Yeah, we sessions. said we'd have a once a Sunday, once a month Sunday goat yoga session, yes. didn't we? Yes, we're going to yep. do that. There are a couple of very comfy sleep pods after our week of sleep hygiene. Yes. What about um, refreshments? Well, obviously there's a bar. Well, obviously. Of. But it has to be a wellness bar. It's a wellness bar. So we're going to be serving some kombucha cocktails. Yes, because we did a week of kombucha. We did. I kept drinking the wrong drink. You did. Remember? You kept drinking... Kefir. The... That's right. Oh my God. Fizzy Greek yogurt. I can't even. It still makes me wretch. <laughs> uh, we're going to have some of those lovely juices. Yes. Because we did the juice cleanse, which was terrible. But the juices themselves were I very loved, delicious. No, loved the juice They cleanse. were delicious, but I wish I could have had them with food. Um, and we're going to do some CBD cocktails. Yes, we are. That's the Can't bar. Wait. Can't and wait. in terms of uh, food, yeah, we haven't really done food at we the club. We haven't done food, but we've done intuitive eating. So we're just going to say whatever you fancy, whatever you want, you eat. Also, yeah, I want to bring matcha to the club. I want to bring it to the show, and I want to bring it to the club. Blech. Blech. 
Yeah, what's happening? It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Okay, if I can do weird things that you've made me do, it's happening. Let's, Let's just take a couple of minutes to talk about any practices that are still now part of your everyday life that you've done okay. on the show. Okay. Um, intuitive eating. I did that before. Yeah. And I will always do that. It's just how I live and Lovely. eat. Lovely. I eat what I like, what I feel like eating at the time. Um, the power hour. I love the power hour and I still do it. I give myself a set amount of time. I do my tasks, eat the frog. And interestingly enough, my eight-year-old told me last week that they were also told about eating the frog in their mindfulness class about I'm getting all no, your tasks done. What's eating the frog? Eating the frog is like do the worst things first. What, like eat the frog? Eat the frog. So all the really dreadful tasks you don't want to do, get them done first thing. It's a weird and analogy. Way. It is, but that's what they call it. Okay. So they're, they're even teaching that in school now. So I'm totally... I love that. I love the power hour. Yep. Um, saying no. I'm not going to tell you I'm an expert. It's still a work in progress for me, but okay. I'm still kind of, and the whole sort of finding one's boundaries. Yeah. The older I get, the better I'm getting, yeah. but I'm not quite there yet. Uh, check your boobs. I still do that every month. I have a um, an app that texts me on the first of the month to remind me to check. CBD, love it. Love it. <laughs> love, love it. it. <laughs> um, awe walking. I walk every day. Yeah. With awe. With awe. Most days with awe. And the no complaining. Obviously, I do still complain. I'm not going to pretend for a second I don't ever complain, but I do try to see it through the lens of reframing it as an unsaid request. Yes. As discussed and, on the podcast. And asking for what you need. And asking for what you That's need. That's very, very powerful. Much better than trying to just assume that your partner or whoever you are complaining to is a psychic. Yes. But you would think that after however many years, how many years have Adam and I been together? Uh, 18 mm. he might just know certain things well they they're, don't they're, they're men they're, they don't. they're different what about you what are you still doing cold showers oh yeah not still every that. not every day mm. but i three four times a week mm-hmm. i definitely give a little blast at yeah. the end yeah. um grounding because i'm still sleeping on my grounding sheet yeah and i well, love actually, it i'm still sleeping on the grounding sheet and also when i saw your husband the other day yeah he was like i literally love this grounding sheet it's the most bizarre thing i mean he is the last person who you would ever believe would be into that he is so extraordinary but I think it's really powerful don't know I'm still on Um, exercise obviously Obviously. I'm doing that as much as I can don't mind a bit of spray tanning the stopping saying sorry which I mentioned before Um, or walking again I have hugged a tree and I am quite partial to hugging a tree I mean that that I find that mind-blowing do you? I never thought you would ever do that again. (laughs) no I like a tree like a hug of a tree Um, and kindness gratitude yeah. These things have become very inbred yeah. Um, yeah, and just part of how I like to see things. So I'm very, very grateful to this lovely show. I think most importantly, what I do now that I didn't do before we had the podcast is that when I'm having a difficult day or a bad day or a difficult hour, I think about what it is I need yes. in that moment. Sometimes it is literally you actually just need a cup of coffee and a sandwich because yeah. you're a bit hungry. Yeah. Sometimes I need to be outside. I need to go for a walk, burn off some steam. So that's kind of what it has brought to me is think about that. Think about what you need in that moment. What is going to help me now? And and stop, take a moment, 10 seconds. Yeah, to ask yourself that question. Yeah. So And that's a game changer. What is it I need right now? Yeah. 
So that's the overall thing I'd yeah, say that this, I, this has brought me. Giving yourself the permission to implement it. Yeah. And to have it. Yeah. For sure. Yes. I think um the main thing that I've learned on this show is that self-care is not selfish. It is so vital for your wellness so that you can then be as present as you want to be in every other area of your life. Mm-hmm. And it's so necessary mm-hmm. for you to thrive as a human being. And what you taught me and what both of us have learned is that self-care is not supposed to be a chore, <laughs> right? Yeah. It is supposed to add to your life, yeah. not take away from your life. Just to add to it. This is what you, this is what you have brought to this, that, that little bit of learning. Thanks. So, and what you want and what you need is going to change yeah. from day to day. It's never yeah. going to be the same. Never, because you're not the same every day. You, so your needs are going to be different every day. Yeah. Yeah. Love that. So that has been our 100th episode of Self Care Club. It's been a joy. It's been, it's been a pleasure. It's been my sanity. It's some, been amazing. Some months it's been my sanity. It's seen us through a global pandemic. It really has, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah. And I think some other people it's helped see through. I hope so. It I really, hope so. Yeah. Here is to 100 more. Yes. And to you, our lovely listeners, thank you for every message for every piece of feedback that you have given us it really does mean the world to us every review you have written us every time you have just taken that moment out to um, just be present with us has been absolutely fantastic please keep it coming and we will do our best to give you a hundred more episodes of Self Care Club bye bye this was a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network